buying and selling your property when you're 70 or 80 years of age much different than ever before and this was the tale of the sale of 12 at 5 kingsway in dy stay tuned Anthony. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. How, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? And how is everybody out there? How's everyone out there this morning? How good's the weather? Do you want to know it's what I've discovered before we get into it? Watch this, everyone. <laughs> I'm drinking a cup of magic today, just for today's tale of the sale story. Bit of potion, bit of bit of. Yeah. Is that real estate? What, what is that real estate potion? Real estate brew. Yes, I'm feeling feeling the brew. juices today. It's going to be a great day. We're going to dish the dirt on the tale of the sale, living a senior's moment. It is so. It's um. You know what? It's it's hard. Um. It's hard. I think I see it with um with our mums, with our dads not being around. They're making financial decisions, moving decisions, and stuff like that. And when you're a little bit older, things change and uh, they become a little bit easier. They become a little bit harder. But the tale of the sale at 12 Kingsway was, um, I wonder if we can bring that. Oh, you got the unit up behind you. I do. This is it, everybody. This is the beautiful view, uninterrupted views towards Long Reef, looking over DY Headland as well. It's just an absolute killer location. Really big apartment, 169 metres internally. You just don't have two bedders that big around these days. Bit of an, a golden oldie, so it was that tan colour brick block that was built uh, 40, 50 years ago um and um typical floor plan that older style floor plan people buying this had the choice over brand new at that price point so they could have got a brand you know a unit which was new or unit was you know five years old uh but they chose the golden oldie and we're going to talk about the reasons why um and then the um and what was attractive and not attractive in, in that situation for the buyers? Now, it was a, a campaign that was really successful. So took about five and a half weeks to sell. Um, had about 100 inquiries and people through the property. So it was a bit of a – it got of a lot of attention, I think, because of its size. Um, now, who bought it? Well, we did have two people currently living in Queen – Queenscliff. They're renovating their house at the moment, a, a couple, and they just need somewhere to move momentarily while they redo their house in Queenscliff. And then the idea is for their daughter to purchase the Kingsway house off them when they need to move back into their home in Queenscliff. So and then who sold it? Pew, pew, pew. Mark Novak did. <laughs> <laughs> and Mrs. Miss 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 E Miss Eva. So um, actually, a really funny story about how Eva bumped into these two buyers. So Eva was—I'm not sure you've probably seen Eva, everyone, on Mark's social media Instagram page. 
She is renowned throughout the DY area, in particular, such a barrel of laughs and just a bag of fun. Um, but Eva was going for a walk along Manly Beachfront, really wanting to look at the Reddle house that we sold for $21.5 million. So, so she's there looking at her phone on her Google Maps, looking for this massive house that we've sold. Unbeknownst to her, she was at the complete wrong end of the beach entirely. So whereas she should be down Manly side, she's all the way up in Queen's Cliff side <laughs> and just randomly bumped into these two people and just struck up a conversation with them, asking to see this house. And just that one instant moment of just talking to a complete stranger evolved naturally into a conversation whereby they're Eva's looking to sell and these two people are looking to buy. So just bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. So, you know, to think that um, the seller just walked in at that right time, at that moment, met someone who had that amount of money that wanted to buy, these guys were not even looking to actually actively buy, but they felt it sounded like a match. Um and they said, you know what, we're going to go have a walk past. They went and walked past, knocked on the door, and they went in. Yeah, didn't even Which have an was... appointment. They just thought, oh, I know, we know Eva lives here. We know it's number 12. Buzz the bell and just see what happens. And it just was a natural evolution, right place, right time, right moment, right, right match. How'd the real estate agent feel they couldn't find a buyer and, miss, and, the, and the vendor did? Well, I do believe that the real estate agent had another buyer lined up. Am I am I wrong? Yeah, that's it. yeah. It's true. It's true. So we actually it so it sold for one one five, which is a lot for an original sort of fifty year old unit. Um, sold for one one five. Mrs. Ever's expectations were a little bit high because a year DY's had a correction of about eighteen point five percent over the last twelve months, uh, according to RP data. So. As a seller, coming off that expectation was a little bit hard. So she really did want around that one, two, five, that one, three. Uh, but the market supported it, not just through the people that she introduced and she found on the beach, um, but the market also, um, that we had another prospective buyer, believe it or not, that lived across the road. Um, and they, they loved it. They were a couple. Um, and then I think the flexibility of being a seller is you choose who you want to sell to. So we tried to see if one buyer would pip the other buyer and that was a dead even match on price. Yeah. Certainly was a, a very interesting way that the whole sales campaign transpired. Like Mark said, it really was a very successful campaign. We noticed a, a lot of warm interest when we first listed the property, but then as soon as we hit it to realestate.com.au, just the interest levels skyrocketed out of the world. And every single open, every Wednesday, every Saturday, so many people coming through. Um, but it just took this chance encounter for Eva to, to pick the right buyer and the other hot party literally living across the road. So let the pros and cons of this style of property, the, of what we, what we learned. So as an agent, when you initially walk through a property, you know what you love and you know what you don't love. Um, and you try those things that aren't particularly good. You try to find the positives out of them. So um, this particular property here, 
Um, people love the size, like getting that many metres squared was good. They love a second bathroom, just that little bit more of a premium offering. Uh, yeah. They loved the renovation. Um, something that um, was a little bit hard was when you did have to walk into the front door of the foyer, there was two units, and which was a bit unusual. You had to turn right into a fire staircase, which it was, was carpeted. Access. Yeah. Um, so that that people didn't fit. People thought, you know, that was a little bit more of a deterrent for them. Um, but it was on the it. It was great because it had a terrace above it, which meant you didn't have anyone living above you. It had an incredible view. Um, it did face Pitwater Road, Zant. How was that a challenge? Well, the challenge that I received a lot of comments on being on Pitwater Road was not only the traffic noise, <laughs> um, but also you do get the view of Pitwater Road. So primarily there was a lot of feedback with just the noise of the main road traffic that filtered through and being on Pitwater Road. There's not a whole lot you can do to combat that. I mean, you can place plants around or other little bits and pieces on the balcony to try and diminish the noise, but it is what it is really. But I suppose the apartment's set further back from the street, so it's not as bad as it could be. Now, I lived um, for 15 years on an arterial road, and I do have to say, and I did express this to the purchasers, I do like a little bit of action. Um, I do like a bit of stuff going on, and it also takes away from the pressure from me if I have friends over. Uh, you know, if you're on the balcony and you're having a couple of drinks and there's there's six lanes of traffic, it's, a not, it's not as sensitive to, to have people over and entertain and have the music up. Uh, on a Saturday night, maybe into Saturday morning. But when you find that it's a quiet cul-de-sac, a quiet building, you may find you get pulled up a little bit more if you're a noisy person. Um, so these guys didn't mind at all. They actually loved it, um, having and that. So Eva as well. Eva said that she felt alive living on the main road. There was a constant hum of daily activity, people living their lives and... That's what she thrived on. It motivated her to get up in the morning and live because other people were already out there doing it. No, it's huge. It's, it's, and that's, I think that's, you know, when we frame it up to ourselves and think, oh, that's a negative, like at the end of the day, you probably bought the property for 100000 less due to that property being on a busier road. Um, so yeah. you do, you are getting a massive discount and it does work for your life. So there's just a property for everyone. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you have your own pros and cons and it just actually meshes and it just matches. Yeah. Um, the garages were, were very popular. Um, two huge garages, that went really well in the campaign. Buyers love that. Absolutely loved it. I mean, this apartment, yes, the size is amazing, you, but you have two of everything, two beds, two big beds too, two bathrooms yep. and two monster garages as well. You just don't find that around DY these days. No, it's rare. And to get that price, like to give you an idea, if you shrunk this unit down by 10 or 20%, you're talking 800,000. Like it's um, it's a big difference when you get a unit internally. Like internally without the balcony, probably came in at about 195, I reckon. And then you put the balcony on top and the, and the, um, and the garage on top and people certainly paid a premium for it. Yeah. Um, 
before we sign out, anything else on the tail of this sale that we learned um, that we can, we, can, we can educate people on? Well, in terms of just being out there, be yourself, just be friendly. The right buyer will naturally gravitate towards you. Just stay positive, have faith, and trust your sales agents as well. And it's probably in your days on market um, for that price discovery is probably a little bit longer. So don't be too hard on yourself because I think people were used to trading a property within a, a very short period, like seven days or, or, or 14 days. Um, and days on market officially for a suburb like DY and probably most suburbs across New South Wales, days on market is now out towards... Um, um, Days on markets now out towards 30 days. Hey, I've missed comments this morning. Let's have, let's scroll some up, shall we? We shall. You Sorry. made this mistake last, last Monday, I, I hear. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone tuned into last Monday night's news, I had this absolutely fantastic segment with Lisa and the topic was girls rocking real estate. We had so many great things to talk about. And look, IT is not my forte. I'm not great with technology. I'm great with the gift of the gab and so many other things. But Lisa and I did a full 30 minute presentation talking about just how good girls are in real estate and we're absolutely killing it and we're empowering people and we're so positive only to realize that the whole way through the sound wasn't on so we were literally oh, talking uh, to nobody <laughs> just talking to so ourselves delete 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 we had to delete it from everywhere but um anyway we'll let's, do let's that topic again do it again what's luke got to say Sorry, oh. I did. Hey, Lisa. Uh, so Luke said, love a buy like this. Look for the opportunities. And that's 100% yes. correct. This apartment did present so many golden opportunities. And then Lisa said, look, buyers are in every nook and cranny, which is absolutely right. It's just about finding the right fit at the right time. love the hustle and bustle we're in the business of hustling and bustling and we do have another comment from luke keep asking questions to your agents and um we're gonna get luke on the show yeah luke hit us up when are you free next tuesday i reckon uh great buyer's agent let's have a look what's happening into his world we'll see if we can uh, if we can bring him in yeah, that would All be right, so that, Oh, yeah. Um, I talked to a client the other day, actually, that was talking highly of, of, of Luke. Um, so that's a show. That's the tale of the sale. And um, and the lessons learned from that one is um, there's a buyer for every property. There's a buyer for every property. And days on market are a little bit longer. You've got to have a tenacious agent. Absolutely. See you next Tuesday, everyone. Say legend, bye.